Miamians and listeners from around the world, welcome to another episode of Miami Global Net. This week's guest, we have the European American Chamber of Commerce. Joining us from the EACC, we have President Alan Sutton and Executive Director Christina Slesinska. Today, Alan and Christina will tell us how the chamber started, its networking capabilities, and about the services they provide. The EACC is all about helping you make transatlantic connections that will help you grow. The European American Chamber of Commerce is a thought leader on transatlantic issues and will provide you with the education to give you an edge. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and sign up to our newsletter information in the show notes. Welcome to Miami Global Net Podcast, where we showcase the people and organizations that support Miami's international landscape. Learn from local business owners, startups, diplomats, and community leaders. Get to know the tools and services that are out there that help you invest and grow in South Florida. Miami is a true global city where one can live and do business with a global reach. All right. Welcome to the show. How are we doing today? Doing great today. Thank you, Alejandro. Very well. Thank you, Alejandro. Awesome. Awesome. So today we're here to talk about the European American Chamber of Commerce, Florida. Right. But before we do that, let's get to know the leadership a little bit. We have Christina and Alan. So why don't we do ladies first? Christina, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, thank you so much, Alejandro, for uh, inviting us to this show. My name is Christina Slezinska. I was born in the United States, in, in New York. I was raised in Austria and Switzerland before moving back here to study. I studied at the University of Miami, got a master's degree in European integration in Washington, D.C., and then moved back to France and then to Brussels, where I spent about 25 years uh, working as in government relations with a number of uh, trade organizations. And then almost four years ago, we moved back here and here I am, establishing and running EACC Florida together with Alan. And what brought you back from Europe to Miami? It's a long story. I won't get into the detail. It's like different pieces of a puzzle. I would say that the biggest piece of the puzzle is my mother, who's been living here for more than 30 years. And she just turned 98 in February. And she's one of the key reasons why we're here in Miami. Awesome. Awesome. Alan, what about yourself? Well, I'm also very glad to be here with you, Alejandro. I, when I'm not doing PACC work, a partnering the law firm of Greenberg Farwick, uh, although I spent a good part of my career working in New York City doing international transactions, focusing mostly on intellectual property and technology uh, related issues. But I've been doing deals not only with companies throughout Europe, all these years, but importantly, working in South Florida for much of that time as well, coming back and forth, servicing our clients here, because as I said, our firm was founded here. So when I was in New York, I was very active in the New York chapter of the European American Chamber of Commerce. And a little more than three years ago, I moved my principal residence and office affiliation from New York City to Miami, really to take advantage of the phenomenal growth and importance of this business community in trade. And of course, I was known to EACC, and I was very familiar with EACC and was asked to serve as the uh, initial president of the Florida chapter, the American, European American Chamber of Commerce. 
And uh, together, uh, Christine and I have uh, devoted a lot of effort to bringing all the benefits of the ACC around the world to the Florida uh, market. So you mentioned you do a lot of technology law related work. So you must be you must be excited of all this wave that we're getting here in Miami now recently with all this tech and, and all these companies from New York and California coming here, or at least their eye is in Miami. There certainly has been a great influx and it's uh, one of the many things we're focused on, but this market is, is certainly a growing tech center, but it's also a, a center for many other important uh, types of businesses. So um, EACC is focusing on all of them, but yes, personally, the tech sector is very exciting. So in a way you, uh, you came here before, before everything began to get hot in, in tech and in people from New York coming. You saw it first, you came, you were ready. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am ready, but more importantly, Miami's ready. That's awesome. We certainly are. We certainly are. So the European American Chamber of Commerce, Florida, can we, how did it start originally? So maybe I'll have a quick go at that one. So originally it started um, as the French American Chamber of Commerce in Paris, 20th century. And in 2003, a French gentleman called Maurice Marchand-Tonnel changed the name to European American Chamber of Commerce because his vision was to create a network of similar chapters on both sides of the Atlantic. The first U.S. chapter of the ACC was established in Cincinnati in 2007. And then uh, New York was established. After that, Carolinas. Um, so we already had a chapter in Paris. We established one in uh, Lyon, in, in France. We established one in, in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam, about two years ago. Uh, Florida uh, was launched um, at the beginning of last year. And we just we just launched Texas, the ACC Texas, um, right now. Where in Texas? Uh, it's based in Dallas. Oh, okay, awesome, awesome. You guys keep con in constant communication. Yes, we do. I mean, all the executive directors um, get together virtually um, every month. And we talk about common projects and common events. So we, we do. And then about two years, three years ago, all the chapters got together in Cincinnati. And we, are, we have plans to do a similar event in, in the Netherlands. We were going to do it last year, but of course, that was not possible. But the plan is there and it will happen. Hey, just earlier today, we had a, uh, a virtual meeting of the leadership of uh, many of the U.S. and some of the European chapters. And this whole idea of getting together and talking is really what EACC is all about. Not just talking, but it's the ability to connect with one another in ways that are helpful to our members uh, and their businesses. So while the organization of the European American Chamber of Commerce is in a series of uh, local chapters, the many of our members are uh, national or multinational businesses. In the case of Florida, sometimes you've got U.S. businesses managing trade even between their Latin American leagues and, and Europe uh, through the market. And the main importance of us all getting together at all levels, whether it's leadership or membership, uh, etc., is to help make these connections that people need in their businesses. So between all of the chapters together, the European American Chamber of Commerce can give access to approximately you know, 10,000 executives 
uh, among the companies of our, our members. We can be very effective when a company has a specific need in a specific jurisdiction or needs specific information in helping facilitate making that connection or getting that information for our members. How does it work? Let's say, let's say I'm a member. I need one of your services in this case. Maybe we should run down what are those services first, and then we can do a walkthrough of what will be a, a customer journey. How's that? So, I mean, the first thing is that our members are companies, not individuals, but the individuals within the companies are considered, uh, you know, members, but it is the, the company which is a member of the, of the chapter. So like, you know, many organizations, we organize programs, educational events, seminars, workshops on issues which are of transatlantic relevance and which are relevant, of course, to our membership. So for instance, you know, we've organized events on data protection, on tariffs, on trade, on, on taxation, on immigration, uh, all those big issues uh, which, which have a transatlantic component. That is the first thing. The other thing is that we have really good relationships with some of the key decision makers, key officials, both in Europe, in the national states, but also at EU level in the European institutions and here in the United States. And they love to participate in our programs. Why? Because they get to meet, meet with the business community. So this was especially true in New York. I mean, Alan mentioned that a few minutes ago. I mean, it's not everywhere that you can meet commissioner for trade or, you know, a specific diplomat or, uh, you know, somebody from the World Bank. You can actually do that at EACC. And of course, we here in, in Florida, we always imagined and we still imagine and we know it's going to happen that these individuals, these persons are going to be very happy to be able to come here to Miami when it's cold and gray and rainy up in the north, maybe interested in doing a warm stop over somewhere, speaking to the local business community as well, because that's actually really important for those uh, decision makers, those, those policy makers, is to be able to speak to not only the business community up in New York or Washington DC, but also elsewhere in other parts, whether it be of Europe or here, of course, of the United States, and especially in booming places like Florida. You know, a lot of people don't don't understand the the networking capacity and power of chambers of commerce. Working with a lot of chambers and and being in the international space, that's one of the first things I immediately noticed of of chambers. They are very well connected in the community, and it's it's a great first step for companies coming here or anywhere there's a chamber. You you tap into your local chamber, you become a member, and then you have you have this access that helps you navigate in the city that helps you connect with business people. I think it's a great first step. I mean, it's connection really at a lot of levels. As Christina was recounting, we do a number of events that, that is very difficult to replicate elsewhere with members of the, you know, we've hosted virtually even during the pandemic, a, a virtual visit uh, of the European delegation to focus on, on tech companies. We can make the other types of, you know, uh, events that, that Christine's been describing. But uh, the other part of the networking is many of our events are sort of substantive in nature about, they're either discussions or presentations about issues that are facing many companies doing transatlantic business. And they're extremely popular with our members, not just because of the substance, which is really the, the main focus of those events, 
but also just the opportunity to get together and meet before or afterwards, you know, other people interested in similar issues at other companies that they can connect with. So it's like everything else in life, you know, information is important, but connection is perhaps even more important. I would also add something is that uh, EACC very much sees itself as a thought leader with regard to transatlantic business issues and our, our membership has that capacity to provide thought leadership through our programs, but also through articles, uh, which we then post on our websites or in our newsletters. And that's the same for all of our chapters. Well, I definitely received the newsletter, so I can definitely um, vouch for that. I mean, the content you guys do is, is very interesting, you know, and I've, I have attended a few. The, the one I remember the most, the one that was able to stay the longest because, you know, the, the schedule is, is tight, but, um, the influencer one. You did an influencer one that was really good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I really with Havayanas and yes, absolutely yes. And I think you also attended our table topics on the hospitality industry. Yes. 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 I enjoyed that one as well too. It was yeah. Another good example of how we can we sometimes can provide forums for people in an industry who are facing common problems to sort of get together and talk about them and. How do we deal with certain things and what does the future look like? I mean, this time we're living in is, is very interesting. You know, none of us really has a crystal ball on how certain things and particularly that particular event focused on the travel and hospitality industry as at a time when everybody was trying to understand what's that going to look like in a post-pandemic world. Yeah, the, the talk was was on point and it, I liked it because it wasn't just, you know, some group of people talking to you and you were just listening it was I participate I participate I wasn't expecting to participate but I ended up participating in a small group you know and, and it was feedback about how hotels can try to find different ways to monetize so I mean having no experience but I've used hotels you know you get to throw in a, a couple of cents here and there but I liked the the opportunity to get those creative juices and, and be part of the conversation so I thought it was very 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 cool you guys to organize it that way Thank you. That, that's actually, you know, one of those events where we try to innovate to do something different because we know that people are craving for contacts, they're craving to be able to, to exchange. It was possible when, you know, you had an event, you had a speaker, and then people were able to, you know, start chatting over a glass of wine. But, you know, for a whole year, it has not been possible. So we tried to innovate with that model. And, you know, and, you know, you participated, you just said it. I mean, you've been to hotels, you're not an, you're not an expert, but you were able to participate. And we all were able to participate. And, and that was indeed a very nice, nice program. We just did our first foray back into live events, a very small, yep. controlled, nice socially distance event. We're going to uh, continue to try to do innovative programs like our deep dive series that we're contemplating to launch very shortly with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, we have our first <laughs> deep dive. That's right, guys. We are doing a deep dive series with the chamber together. We're going to talk about topics. In this case, our first topic is going to be Brexit 101, right? Normally, people that listen to, to the podcast, is it's introduction, it's awareness, what's out there. And, and we touch on many topics, but this is going to be the, the first deep dive into a topic with a little more depth, but it's an educational depth, right? It's like, we don't know what it is, but we're going to go deep. We're going to learn as we go. 
Yeah, we're very excited about this because I think it's very important. And, you know, just to come back to EACC, you talked about education. That's also an important part of, of where we want to make a difference. I mean, the EU, Europe and the US have been partners, trade partners, economic partners, military partners for many, many, many years. So there's a lot of history there. Those are two entities with very different regulatory environments, different ways of deci making decisions on how to organize society, how to organize business. And yet at the same time, one is the key trading partner of the other. And together they form the largest trading bloc in the world. And that's why keeping that relationship is so important. So that's why EACC exists, but also explaining what it is, how it works, explaining to the business community, to you know, leaders of companies and to the executives of companies, how some of those less known issues, business issues work, what is the regulatory framework behind it? What is going to help them make better decisions as business leaders? That's also where we step in. I think that the deep dive, I mean, it's a different audience, but I'm really looking forward to doing these with you, Miami Global Net, and I hope that there's going to be some traction. It's going to gain some interest because those are very important topics, including for people here. 100%, 100%. I think, I think we're going to pique some interest and uh, we'll see where it goes. So how can people get involved and formed in the chamber? So that's very easy. I mean, the first thing, of course, is to look at our website at www.eaccfl.com. There's a lot of information there about what we do, who we are. Uh, of course, if you are a company, American company with European interests, European company or Latin American company with European interests and offices here, you can become a member. Uh, you can contact me directly. Uh, my coordinates are uh, on, on the website. Or you can contact Alejandro, who will give you my phone number or For email sure. address. Of course, I'll explain it all to you, how to become a member, how to get involved and what we're doing and what, what would be your best way of, of engaging. I will definitely put all that information in the show notes so people can have access to and um, click directly to the website. And of course, I'll be happy to direct anyone your way. So um, Alan, let's, I know we're running out of time. I have one more question for you. And what do you find exciting about being in these times here in Miami? Well, it's funny, you know, we're, we've all been going through this challenging pandemic together. I mean, I guess exciting isn't the word that most people think of in a, in a time of pandemic, but to me, it's actually extremely exciting. We, for one thing, we are now seeing, we're, we're coming out of it. So we're seeing it now. We're all facing what I think is going to be some form of new normal. And we're all challenged with figuring that out, getting businesses back on track and on the business. And here in South Florida in particular, during the pandemic, we've seen a huge influx of businesses who have moved from other parts of the country and relocated here and are joining the ecosystem just at the time when everybody's coming out of it. So I think there's no better time. This is when a group like EACC really can deliver the highest value. So for us, it's, it's very exciting. We look forward to uh, organizing many events where we can share and collaborate among the members and among the other chapters as we sort of propel ourselves forward coming out of this pandemic. So I think actually we're entering into a very exciting time here in South Florida. 
Thank you. Thank you. I always encourage people to reach out to the chambers and to connect because that's what Miami does. I think we are, the, the energy is there. If, if I can say anything of the international space is that everybody is friendly, open, willing to connect, to share. That's what we do, what we do here with Network. So thank you both of you, Alan, Christina, for joining us and telling us about the EACC at Florida <laughs> and sharing, sharing your story. Thank you, Alejandro. Thank you, Alejandro, for having us. It's been it's been great. Thank you, Alejandro.